This podcast is brought to you by A Copy Match. A Copy Match is a boutique matchmaking service that helps exceptional singles find meaningful connections and relationships. To learn more about our matchmaking services, online dating makeovers and takeovers, or to enroll in an upcoming group coaching intensive, go to agapimatch.com. Welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker podcast. I'm your host, Matchmaker Maria. For over a decade, I've combined four generations of family matchmaking tradition with modern relationship psychology, behavioral science, and dating trends. With this unique expertise, each week I answer your dating and relationship questions on the podcast and online. If you're not already following me, weird, but also find me on Instagram, I'm at Matchmaker Maria. This week's episode is a hotline episode. You have questions and well, I've got answers. Let's get to it. Thank you for calling the Ask a Matchmaker hotline. How can I help you? Hi, Maria. I am wondering as an extrovert, some tips and tricks for trying to date an introvert. Stop thinking about it. No, that's not it. That's not the right answer. (laughs) Um, to be honest, I don't know if I really believe in like, I don't know if I necessarily believe in like, Oh, he's an extrovert. So he has to date an introvert or whatever. But what I do believe is that you, and no matter what, right. Even if, even if you were dating an extrovert, you still have to talk about what your limits are and your expectations are when you do Mm -hmm. certain things. Right. So give me an example. Now you're dating an introvert. No, no, but I am dating mostly using apps right now. Um, but trying to, I don't know. I think I live in a reasonably sized Midwest town and a lot of my friends are, engaged or d or married um and their spouses and their networks of people just don't have people that they would set me up with or people that they like there aren't my circles i think have have reached their limits so i'm like trying to figure out new circles which is an adventure um while trying to, while having a full-time job and running a small business on the side um which is great but i'm an extrovert and i know that about myself and i recognize that I like to have space to be myself. And so when I've dated guys who are also extroverts, especially like big and loud extroverts, yeah. who it's been, I feel like I become a wallflower and don't get to be myself. Okay. And so I like a guy who's maybe a little more, um, maybe just doesn't need as much space or maybe may, doesn't take up as much space. There's probably a better way to say that. Um, but I also like the rainbow. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly it. And so when I tried, I, when I've tried so recently in dating, I think I got over the like, well, he has to be the one to ask me on the first date. I happily ask guys on the first date, no (laughs) problem. Um, but I also struggle a little bit with mutuality. I think that comes a lot with my dating past is that I want to know that the guy's interested in me. And so I think there feels to be that trying to date introverts and but that has nothing to do with, I get that introverts can be reserved. I understand that, but you know, you just described a love language, which is words of affirmation. Mm. And I feel like if you're dating, I think it's really important to be able to communicate not only your expectations, but like what Mm -hmm. makes you feel loved. Mm-hmm. Have you ever read the five love languages? Oh yeah. And I would say my 
cup to have been like when I first took it in my like in my in college it was like Mm -hmm. physical touch and quality time and then Mm -hmm. all of my friends none of them were physical touch so it was like oh well I guess that love language isn't feeling met so I feel like gift giving words of affirmation sort of rose up a little bit I don't definitely I appreciate acts of service, but definitely don't give it. Um, and, and so that, I think that happens for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, you so know, how do I you're... get past the first date? I think is what mm. I'm getting to. Like I ask them out on a first date. I express at the end of the day. I'm interested in a second date. My hope is that they'd be like, great. When can we make plans for that? But then they don't, but then they text like we're, we're keeping, I don't know. Like we're still chatting. It's like, no, I want to go on a second date with you. At what point do I expect them to like make the, be the one making the plans? Because that's like, where it seems to halt. There is so much to unpack here. You just like, <laughs> I don't know if you realize how much you just like verbal threw up right now. Uh, my eyebrows are on my hairline. <laughs> oh my um, so I don't think it's a problem for women to ask men. Right. And no, um, I don't think fact, so either. studies have shown that men even prefer it. Um, and if you, if anyone here, anyone listening is interested, um, John Berger's, um, book make the move is just basically a book and and like that, uh, that illustrates the studies that come out in me saying that. Um, so I think that's okay. I think on set on first dates, right. The whole purpose mm-hmm. of first dates is to go on a second date. So I really appreciate that mm-hmm. you're thinking about a second date. I love that, but here's what I want you to do next time. Right. So mm-hmm. just because you asked him out, it doesn't mean that there's no like equal equity on the date. Right. And I think mm-hmm. you're thinking of like, well, I put in this and now he has to do this. And, and, and that's fair. There are certain things that are fair here. Right. But since you already mm-hmm. asked him out, um, I want him now to come halfway to you. Right. So what I want mm-hmm. you to do is after your dates, I don't want you to talk about the second date on your first day. Right. You can just say, yeah. thank you. And I'm enjoying myself. You can express that. Don't talk about a second mm-hmm. date. What you want to do now mm-hmm. is let him come do the, do put in some effort. Like you can be the planner, the social mm-hmm. butterfly of your relationship. You can totally be the planner as well. That's totally fine. But in the beginning, he has to be the one to meet you halfway. Right. So mm-hmm. like as well, right. Cause you've already expressed, you asked him out, you're, you know, it's, that's clear. So now he has to put in the effort. So here's what I want you to do. As I mentioned, you're not going to talk about a second date on the first date. You're just going to say, thank you. I enjoyed myself, whatever. Between that first date and the next 72 hours is going to tell you everything you need to know. Okay. If he is texting you or calling you to me, that is a sign that like, Hey, let's go on a second date or let's explore going on a second date. And I'll, and I'll tell you what to do Mm -hmm. to pivot, to get to a second date. But if he is not reaching out to you in those three days, it's done. Mm -hmm. It's done. Mm -hmm. Right. Like we're not going to date people who, you know, you already asked him out. He knows that. It's not stupid. So now he has to make the effort in getting you to the second date, right? So now if he starts texting or calling you, what I want you to do now is if it's a lot of texting, because it's okay, right? Texting is fine. Mm -hmm. You've already met. Um, Sometimes people like to continue the conversation, whatever. But what you also want to do is like, you know, hey, um, you you know, uh, like there has to be a place where you can pivot to like, you know, that's really interesting. Would love to talk to you about that next time we see each other in real life. Yeah. And and my hope is that he replies back. Okay. Let's, let's book it. Mm-hmm. But if he's not replying, it's like, listen, I have to go to bed. Let me know when we can continue this conversation in real life. Like you kind of got to shoot yeah. away a little bit now until he comes back with a time and day. So give him the assist. 
hopefully he makes the shot. Exactly. And I think, I think that's really helpful because I think part of me was just like, it wasn't, I've had a few, probably in the last maybe eight or 10 months or so of dating. I think there've been a number of times where it's been like, okay, I'll let you know that I'm interested in a second date. And then there's nothing. And so part of me was like, am I doing this wrong? Has something changed? Am I missing? Am I worth waiting for someone to ask me on the second date? Or should I just like put it all, you know, like ask them on the second date, like I did the first date. So I think that's helpful to hear. And I think affirms maybe what my gut was, but that I was starting to question more recently. Thanks for calling in. Thanks, Maria. Thank you for calling the Ask a Matchmaker hotline. How can I help you? Yes. Uh, one, this is like, I feel like I'm a little starstruck at the moment. Oh, you're <laughs> I so watch sweet. you through the phone all the time. I love uh, it. But, uh, you know, I, I guess I just wanted to check in. Uh, I've really like tried to write down what it is exactly I wanted to ask you, but I guess I'm just, you know, getting in this point, like so many others in this this wall of dating and you know I'm, I'm 30 years old I'm elementary school teacher so like the field is very much women <laughs> so I have a lot of great mm-hmm. girlfriends so you know I've been you know doing the bumble hinge dating app for years um, with some success like I have met some great guys that form relationships for various lengths but um, they just didn't they weren't long term so you know I'm, I'm back on that grind Um, but I've just been noticing lately, you know, the guys that I've been messaging with, um, really just fall off and, uh, you know, I I really take your advice and, you know, I listen to you up and Logan Yuri, like I really absorb (laughs) all of the content possible. Um, All of the good content. Exactly. I mean, (sighs) you guys know what you're doing. (laughs) Those are, uh, those are, that's a good, that's a good place to uh, Logan Yuri and the you up uh, host. Those, those are good podcasts. All right, go, go ahead. So tell me um, what's, what's, what's up. So I guess I just, I ask questions about their profiles. I, you know, I definitely mm-hmm. don't phone it in. I'm, it's not a, Hey, how's your weekend? Um, and I just, I feel like I'm getting very cut dry responses. Um, I very little questions back, you know, and I, I feel like, you know, and looking at your reviews, like I try to have pictures that show all the activities that I like to do or answer prompts that give them a little, you know, hint of things that I like to do in my spare time. Um, but it just seems to just go nowhere. And I, I, I don't know if this is almost like a vent, but I, I guess it's just almost like a loaded question. Is it me? Like I, I, you know, which I know you can't look in your crystal ball and figure that out, but I, I feel like I'm being authentic. Um, I've just never been good at the casual texting where it's just, I guess for an example, a guy I was recently texting with, um, he had a lot of dog dad pictures, you know, with his golden doodle. So I was like, Oh, what's it like being a dog dad in 2022? Because he didn't have much more for me to, to go off of. Right. Right. Um, and he sent me like a picture that was adorable and said, it's possum. And, you know, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll figure out something else to say, but he beat me to it. And like the next day said, how's your 2022 going? So I said, wow, you guys have a, you know, a possum relationship playing into it. And, you know, in my mind, I'm like, if I just say it's going well, it doesn't, it just ends the conversation. Just right. like that. So I was like, my 22 is going great. I, you know, just finished a book and I'm getting ready for a trip. Like really, where are you, was- um, where are you located? I'm in DC. Mm-hmm. And how old are you? I'm 30. And um, what is the age range that you're trying to date in? 
Um, I have it from 30 to 38. Okay. That's good. That's good. Um, and I am, I am Jewish, but I'm open to, um, agnostic or spiritual. Okay. Um, so okay. I, I, I don't know. It's just, it's been kind of, it sounds like you're experiencing a lot of dating fatigue <laughs> and, you know, I would be very curious to see your profile. Okay. So she has just opened up her Bumble profile. Oh, that's a really wonderful first photo of you. Thank you. That's Penn really State great. <laughs> yeah. Penn State. I, I blank talking to you. I forgot that I'm actually 31, which that says something. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, what's your next one? So what do you got here about me? I like the, okay. So she wrote, I like checking arrivals and departures at Gravely Point. What is Gravely Point? It is a place right outside of um, uh, uh, the airport, right by outside of DC, Reagan. And it's like a fun place where people like picnic or volleyball or just like hang out. Okay. Um, and it's like has biking paths. So a lot of people kind of go hang out there. Okay. Um, so anyway, so she wrote in her about me. So, you know, Bumble has a little bio section. So it says, I like checking arrivals and departures at Gravelly Point, big dogs that think they're lap dogs, road trips with 90s hits and comedy specials. Okay. This is an okay bio. Let's see what else we have. We're looking for a relationship, Jewish, liberal, five foot nine. Keep going down. I don't like this photo. Okay. So in her second photo, she is sitting uh, like at a picnic table. That's, I don't know, outdoor dining. And I assume DC and she's wearing a, a baseball cap with, um, with sunglasses, with hands, like kind of on her chin. So it's blocking the neck. So this has like a trifecta of issues on a second photo. Like a second photo okay. should be your full body shot. And you, I mean, I don't really care if people wear hats on a second photo, but you should not mm -hmm. be wearing sunglasses. Okay. Um, especially when you're not like, there's no sun really hitting you in this photo. So there's no reason okay. to be wearing sunglasses. And also I know this is weird, but it's like behavioral experts, um, have said that like when you block your neck, you know, either with your hands or with a turtleneck, um, it does give off this vibe that you're just not approachable, not interested, or just, you know, it gives it just a hierarchy difference, right? It's like, why do flight attendants wear scars around their necks? It's because they're trying to create a division, like only approach me if you absolutely need something. Um, so I would, I would not and have here this. I thought it was playing coy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. Um, I mean, it's okay. Like, like, you know, it's just, I think, I think men swipe really quickly. That first photo is really great. But, um, you know, the second photo is like, they're just looking to see like, okay, what else does she look like? Can let's, okay. let's confirm the first photo. And we really can't with this photo. Show me what's after this. Sure. That's fair. Okay. So as a child, I was really into my big wheel, the spice girls and freeze pops. What is my big wheel? Uh, do you remember like, Oh, like, like your big bikes. wheel, like you're yeah, literally I would talking about your big that. wheel. No, honey, this is, this is like, this would be really great on Bumble BFF, but I don't, this like needs a lot of work. Um, yeah. like it, you know, it's just, it's too, it's too, uh, what is that show? It's too rugrats. Okay. And not like, not what I'm going oh, for. you're already a teacher. So we already know that you're likely caring and social, right? Like, you know, there's a stereotype of what teachers are. Right. So, um, what I want to know more is about like, you know, like what kind of obsessions did you have as a kid that make you who you are? Like, you know, you're a teacher. So for instance, you know, when I was young, I used to force my friends to be my students as I played teacher. Of course I became a teacher. And so like, there's a way yeah. to like talk about you, talk about the things that you value, talk about, you know, your interests, your temperament, you know, you could say like, you know, I'm an extrovert, but um, you know, 
uh, I don't know. There's, there's ways to talk about it. This photo below it is pretty good. This should, this would be a, a great second photo. She's on a balcony in front of, I'm in Seattle there. Okay. So yeah, she's on a balcony with some flowers and of course she's wearing flannel. What is, what are you wearing? I can't tell from here. Are you wearing sweatpants? What is this? No, I'm sorry. It's skinny jeans, skinny jeans. Okay. So flannel and skinny jeans. So if uh, does Bumble allow you to put captions? No, not that I've seen hinge does. I know hinge does. Yeah. So, you know, um, okay. So that's, that's a good photo. Um, I don't, you know, with the flannel, um, uh, I mean, I just like I it because the full body. But. It's a good full body. So you could definitely try that out as a second photo until I force you to go get professional photos after this. Um, <laughs> let's, let's keep going. What's the next photo after that? I have a feeling I already know what you're going to say, but we'll see. <laughs> there you go. So here, this is a, this would have been a really great photo if you were not wearing sunglasses, but you know, you can keep it. So she is at a picnic sitting on the ground. So you see her from like her hips up, like she's sitting and she's laughing at the camera and it's like a spectacular laugh, but she's wearing these big ass sunglasses covering half her face. It was, um, a, sunny <laughs> it was a sunny day. You know, you can, you can, it's okay to have one sunglass photo. This could be your sunglass photo. Keep going. What is, what is the next thing here to say? Um, so yeah. the next part says my real life superpower is creating impeccable bubble letters. Yeah. So this would be really great on Bumble BFF, or if okay. you were trying to become best friends with a seventh grader, but like, <laughs> you know, like, cause so far that's what you're, that's what you've been doing. Like this is too yeah. sisterly and there's nothing like, if you notice, like a guy can go on your profile and there's nothing for him to contribute into a conversation with you. Okay. You haven't given him anything. Okay. Like, what's he going to talk about? Like those like weird S's we made in eighth grade. um you know the six lines or whatever it was so you know just keep going what's the next photo uh just like a picture of okay so the next one is uh it's a group photo of her and I hate to say it but your friends are cuter than you in this photo okay and I'm not I'm not trying to be mean it's just conventionally they are attractive and there's another guy in this photo like uh it's just four people in this photo they're all wearing you know hats you shouldn't have you shouldn't it was have this a sailor photo. party. It was a what? It was a sailor party. Someone was getting out of the Navy. So it was a boats and hose. Party. Do you have a photo of just you wearing that cute Navy hat? With a friend, I do, but not just is she. Uh, is she like less good looking? <laughs> um, I want you to be the hot one on your profile. I don't want someone being like, oh, I want to be her friend. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I then don't then don't put the photo in. Like you have to move on, you know. So okay. yeah. all right, what's next? All right. I'm hoping you will be the tastemaker as I try out my new pasta maker. Okay. So this so so far in your profile, all you have told us is that you would like a guy to come over and try some pasta from your pasta maker. That's it. So it's nothing about like you know if you are able to choose prompts that I know you are able to use on Bumber, Bumble, mm-hmm. excuse me. If you're going to choose, I'm hoping you, it should be a, it should be threading in your hobbies and interests that you would hope to, you know, share with them. So for instance, you could instead write, and I don't know if this is accurate for you. I don't know anything about you, but like you could write something like, I'm hoping you enjoy doing crossword puzzles on Mondays and making me feel good about it because Monday's the easy day, um, (laughs) uh, comma, um, love listening to new episodes of my favorite murder hashtag stay sexy, don't get murdered, uh, SSDGM. And then, um, comma, um, pasta testing, 
pasta yeah. taste testing as I work my new pasta maker, comma. And do you have a dog? I not with no, my family does though. Oh, okay. And um, you know, oh, and then like I do like hiking. I like painting, oh, but like and and yeah. spending time outdoors. I absolutely love hiking. Like there's a way to thread your life into what you hope to share yeah. with someone, right? So if you're intellectually curious. Uh, you know, you should be throwing in those things. If you are more physically affectionate, you should be throwing in things that take physical space or, you know, you can be physical. If you're more spiritually inclined, you can add those things in. So you have to think about like who you are and what's the, what's the last part of your profile? Okay. I already know what you're going to say. But stop. I oh, I hate you. Okay. <laughs> so is this your last photo? Yes. Um, okay, so, yes. So in her last photo on her Bumble profile, she is in a, is this a kayak? Yes. Okay. So it's a yellow kayak and she's not even looking into the camera. She's just kayaking away from you, looking into the horizon. You can't even see her face. Um, so Dara, like, I'm not saying that, like, it's the sole reason I'm not, I look, I think if you changed what your profile is right now, you're going to have different conversations because right now your profile is not giving anything to the person, um, looking at it right like all we know is that you're a teacher and you know it's it's very i don't want to say childlike but it's very innocent and and you talk a lot about what it's like being a kid or like oh i have a new toy it's my pasta maker but like at the end of the day you know men are very visual as well and and you are cute by the way right so um i think what we're looking for is like I want him to be like interested in taking you out. So, you know, you have to threaten what your interests are and mm-hmm. also show, you know, the flirty photos of you. So maybe less flannel and more Vina. Cause you know, she's talking to me right now and she's also wearing flannel. Oh, yeah. um, so <laughs> the there's, irony. A few, there's a few things that we could change here. And I think it's going to hopefully create better. Cause I think your complaint in the beginning was like, I'm not having good conversations online. And I, I can tell you now that it's your profile. It's not you, it's your profile. And so we have to fix the profile because it's not an attraction issue. It's not a intellectual issue. It's that we can't tell from your profile, you know, who you are. And that's what online is, right? It's like these small judgments on like, based on what's happening. The other thing is, are you only on Bumble or are you dating on any other? I'm on Hinge. I'm on Hinge. I've, I've done the gambit. I did match a long time ago when it was like, emails. (laughs) emails. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I've done, um, J date, but I personally found that it was, um, at the time when I was on it, not as many people were really, I wasn't have getting you many tried. People. Um, I don't know if they have a DC population, but have you tried locks club? No, I've kind of seen that, uh, about like in terms of like getting involved in the Jewish community, like I've done mm-hmm. like six and I things, which is like a very young, like mm-hmm. congregation where people do like different things. Um, I've gone to like happy hours and things and I did like meet someone there, but again, it just didn't work, but right. you know, yes. I mean, I could look into that. I haven't. I'll write that I don't down. know anything about it. I'm just saying like, yeah. it seems like they're allowing a lot of agnostic Jewish people in there based on like the commercials that I see people make, uh, or yeah. the sponsored posts. So, you know, I would try that. I would, I would also try okay Cupid. Um, it might okay. give you a little bit more leeway to, you know, they have very creative questions and it might give you a little bit more opportunity to talk about yourself 
um, in the way that you should. But um, I like that you're on two apps and, you know, I wish you a lot of luck and I hope you yeah. can tell us in a few months, you know, if there's an update. I mean, I follow you religiously, so <laughs> I, well, uh, awesome. Well, I awesome. Uh, really appreciate your thorough look at things. I, you know, it was above and beyond what I expected. So thank you so much. Have a beautiful evening. Okay. Awesome. You as well. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for calling the Ask a Matchmaker hotline. How can I help you? Hi, Maria. Thanks for taking my call. I'm a huge fan. Oh, thanks for calling in. I love it. I am 31 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm dating. It's a very interesting time to date. And or I guess it has been. Um, anyways, I have been dating someone since right after Christmas. Um, and we had gone out on a few dates and I think like the third date he tried sleeping with me and I have followed your like 12 date rule. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try that. Um, so anyways, he tried sleeping with me and what does that mean I, he tried sleeping with you. We, I, our third date, he came over and we made dinner together. And then afterwards we were like watching a movie and kissing and then you know it just kind of like got a little more okay you know he 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 tried shoot a shot all right and then what yeah um so anyways I was like hey I'm gonna be honest with you um if you are looking to just sleep with someone like unfortunately that's not me like I'm I'm waiting um a little bit to sleep to sleep with someone um and that was that Um, and eventually I, I ended up saying like, I'm like a big fan of this podcast and she swears by the 12 date rule and I'm, that's, that's what I'm going to do. Um, and so, and he was totally fine with it. Although like the other times we had hung out, he had tried again and I would like say no, um, Anyways, long story short, we made it to the 10th date um, and I unfortunately gave in, which I was like super bummed in myself. These these words, these words, you've used the word unfortunately like two times, like rules are meant to be broken, A. Yeah. And B, um, like it's okay. I don't know why you're so hard on yourself, but anyway, okay. So you, you got the 10 dates, you had sex, then what? Yes. Um. And the reason I say unfortunately is because I feel like I like have such a hard time with like sticking. Like I was like, I'm going to do this. Like this is, this is my goal. And then I ended up breaking it, but is what it is. Um, anyway, so yeah, we ended up sleeping together and it was fine. I mean, I feel like your first time you sleep with some, someone, sometimes it's not like the best. Um, and then the following the following day we hung out again, we got dinner and then we slept together and that was a lot better. Um, and the struggle I've been having is this person is like super last minute with asking out, like he is not good at like making plans by any means. Um, and almost every time we've hung out, he has always asked me, Um, I think I've only asked him to hang out maybe two times. Um, but I just like, 
I've noticed with him, like, it's so hard to, like, he definitely has, like, a wall up, and he's told me before that um, he has, like, a huge heart, and he's, like, a romantic, but he just has, like, this really hard time with, like, letting people in because I feel like, or he said because he's been hurt before. Um, So I've been trying to, like, ask questions and, like, break down those walls and he is also someone that is not super great with, with asking questions. Um, and that was something that kind of bothered me in the very beginning, because in my opinion, I feel like if, if, if someone likes you, they, they want to ask questions and they want to get to know you. Um, okay. Let's go to the basics for a second. How many dates are you in now? Like, are we, how long have you been dating this person? Um, almost a month now. Okay. Um, and, and when did you have sex? Like two weeks ago? No, we just, okay. So we had sex for the first time a week ago. Okay. Um, and that was almost at the three week mark. So tomorrow will be like one month that okay. I've. Yeah. And, and are you confused? I'm super confused. Do you feel anxiety? Um, slightly just because I don't know what, what where would... he's at. What would make you feel acknowledged and not confused? And those could be two uh, separate things, but what would make you feel like acknowledged and not confused right now? Well, let me, let me give you where I'm at literally right now. So the last time I spoke to him was on Thursday. Um, and I had, um, wait, you haven't spoken in four days. Yes. And I went, I went out of town for the weekend though. So and he knew that Do your phone yeah. not work. Well, that's, that's my thing is I'm like, I feel like this person should have reached out to me like right before I had left for my trip or even like today to see how my trip was. Right. I don't understand. Why couldn't you guys conversate while you were on your trip? Well, I, I, I felt like the last time I saw him on Thursday, it felt a little weird and off to me, Uh but I didn't know if that was me in my head because I, I do that. Okay. Um, so I feel like if someone goes on a vacation, not just you, like anyone who goes on a vacation in the beginning of dating, it's up to you to express what the communication should be, like what you expect in terms of communication while you're gone. All right. Mm-hmm. So, so it seems like you didn't do that. And it seems like no, he didn't even have curiosity as to what you're doing. And we're recording right now, Monday at 10 30 PM. And mm-hmm. he has still yet to reach out to you. Yeah. I mean, it's, so it's done. Seven. Emily, I don't need to know anymore. This is not your boyfriend. Okay. It's done. You should break up. You should not talk to him again. Okay. I just, the last time you spoke was Thursday and it's Monday night. Do you really, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's been a month. It's not like you just dated last week. Yeah. Is the fact that I normally never reach out to him. Like why don't you ever reach out to him? I, I don't know. Like I have like, call him right now then. Like if you want to talk to him, like you have to be 50% of this relationship right mm-hmm. I'm very yeah. confused by this call because I'm learning things like slowly like there's a lot of breadcrumbing here <laughs> yeah well and, I'm awful at telling stories <laughs> and and that's okay not everyone you know that that's fine don't worry about that part what I'm worried about is like you started to fall for someone that is leaving mm-hmm. you confused at the same time you have never expressed what you need to not feel confused 
And also yeah. you never reach out on your own. So I wonder if I called him right now, he'd be like, I don't think she's really into me because she never reaches out. She was on vacation. Yeah. And she didn't call me once. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, have a conversation tomorrow. And then based on that conversation, make a decision. Okay. Yeah. That's the main thing I wanted to ask you was, should I reach out to him or not? So uh, if you need to reach out to him, you should reach out to him. If that's going to give you some clarity, then you should reach out to him. Okay. All right. <laughs> and I know, I know right now I have graduates from Agape intensive listening to this course saying you need Agape intensive and I'll, and yes, uh, I hear you. Yes. You need a copy intensive, <laughs> uh, think about, think about unrolling, but yeah, that would, uh, yeah, this is, I need, I need you to be 50% of any relationship you're in. Yeah, I agree. And it's just, I don't know. You like sometimes want to do that, like old school where they should be reaching out to you. And it's like, what, what does that mean? How do you know that? What's, what is old school? I don't understand. You know, you understand like back in the days, women called men because they didn't want their parents finding out that men were calling their house. So I don't understand this old school. What is old school? There's not even a, there's not even a single study that shows that like men have to chase or pursue for a relationship. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand what you mean. Like what is old school? You have, you've been dating this guy for a month. Yeah. I guess you, like should, you, you are 50% of this. Yeah. But okay. you're, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't want to say your names. I'm trying to give you some privacy here, but like getting very angry right now. So you are still 50%, right? And like what you're saying, maybe, maybe could have been, you know, like true in the first four days of meeting, but Mm -hmm. you've had sex now. Like this does not matter. Not the sex part, the, what you're saying, like, I want to be wanted. There are other ways you want the chase. And if you want the chase, like that says a lot more about what kind of relationship you're looking for, not the kind of relationship you want to be in. Yeah. Which that's not the relationship I want to be in. Like I want to be 50, 50 with someone for sure. But you have to start doing that. Have you ever read the book attached by Amir Levine? Um, I started to read it and then I stopped. So I definitely need to continue it. Cause I know I've you heard should, great things. You should do that. You should do that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So if you were me, you would reach out and just kind of get some answers and then I know I would also own up to it. If I were you now knowing what I know, I would also say, you know, it's on me too. I should have, I should have reached out. I, I keep, you know, for whatever reason, I think, you know, a man should always reach out to a woman. And I see that's actually not in your benefit because you don't even know that I'm into you. Mm-hmm. You can be honest. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I'm going to do that. And then we'll, we'll have a, an answer then. I hope so. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Have a good night. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for calling the ask a matchmaker hotline. How can I help you? So, okay. I'm obsessed with you. And I was like, okay, let's call. Um, I went on a date with a guy, uh, last Sunday and we spent three hours together, had a really nice time. And then, um, he went on vacation till yes. No, till today, today's Monday. And, um, I'm just, I haven't heard from him. He told me like when we left our date, like, I want to see you when I get back. He even texted me saying, I want to see you when I get back. Um, and I haven't heard from him the whole time he's on vacation. And then he was like, give me a few days to like, when I get back, I just don't know, like if I should reach out to him or just wait or 
When did he get back? Leave it as a loss. He got back today at some time. I don't know what time, but I know he was getting back today. Okay. You know, to be honest, I have a sense of humor about these things. And uh, if I'm going to be honest with you, what I would do, and I'm sure other people might cringe, but the, what I would do is tomorrow I would text them saying, Hey, exclamation point, you're back. Exclamation point. I can't wait to see you. Exclamation point. Let me know when. I love that. I know that, that sounds, like I know some people are cringing, but like, um, you know what, if he said that to you multiple times, uh, you know, enthusiasm can really pick people up. Yeah, you're right. And honestly, like, I feel like why not, you know, why, why should I always just wait for them too? So I love Agreed. that. I'm, I just wrote that down. <laughs> awesome. So, okay. Let me know so what happens. I'm Call in, in the next time. I, I'd love to hear. <laughs> I totally will. Thank you so much for everything you do. No problem. Have a good night and good luck. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Ask a Matchmaker. As I mentioned previously, if you'd like to speak to me on an upcoming hotline episode, follow me on Instagram at matchmakermaria. I'll post a link on Wednesdays and we'll chat then. Until then, you can learn more about what I do or enroll in an upcoming Agape Intensive by visiting agapematch.com services. Thank you again for listening to Ask a Matchmaker. Be lovable and more importantly, be likable. See you next week. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom, and a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.